0: Welcome to the Rivals League Fantasy Football Podcast with Antonio Salvat and Adam Burkhardt.
1: Welcome, everybody, to the first episode of Rivals League for the year. I know with COVID and everything, this is going to be an interesting season, so we'll see how many episodes we actually get in. Um, But I am joined here by, you know, one of the more common guests that I have, Matt Harsh. Matt, how you doing?
0: Good, how's it going, guys?
1: Uh, and then I'm also, uh, you know, I, I'm have the pleasure of being able to, you know, talk to Demo here. Demo.
0: Hey, how's it going?
1: Hey, so uh, I we we were just talking, and all three of us have been the Sacco at some point.
2: Unfortunately.
1: Yes, True story. and I I think out of all three, I mean, all, all three of us. What was your most memorable Sacco moment? W- what do you think?
2: Uh, I think I was just lucky to survive mine because uh, uh, I was early on. Uh, so that I was still in the uh, the alcohol-induced phase of <laughs> Sacco punishments. <laughs>
1: I, I remember that specifically being like, I, I was worried about you a little bit because I was pretty new to the league. And I'm like, is this guy going to die? What happens if I it, you know, if I end up having to get the Sacco? And luckily enough, um, everyone was so drunk during mine that I was able to kind of toss some of the, the shots that I was supposed to take to the side without yeah. people noticing.
0: Yeah, no, people were pretty obliterated that,
1: yeah and so um what about you matt
0: um i think i mean obviously i think it would go back to like the, the sucker the hot sucker for me was you know that turn um when there was like a long break it wasn't bad but that that short turn was always kind of rough um and then you know throwing the extra dildo on there you know just a little extra fun
1: for, <laughs> you can you thank know, adam uh, for that one
0: surprise you know <laughs> didn't have that before so um yeah that's but you know a i mean feature. it's just, i think yeah, and I think with all three of us, it's just one of those things like, you know, you just kind of roll with it. It's just, you know, you take your lumps for a night, and then I think it just drives you to be to be better, right?
1: Pretty much, yeah. I mean, I, I remember looking at my team, like, I remember looking at my team that year and being like, oh, my God, that was, that was such a bad team. Um, it's like, <laughs> no wonder I won it. But uh, out of the two Sackos that we have this year, which is Frank in the auction and Timmy in the Ditka, uh, who do you think is going to be more entertaining?
2: I don't that's know. I I, th- I think uh I mean we'll be at Frank's house so maybe maybe he'll be a little uh let loose a little more we'll see.
1: I'd love to see that. I don't I don't know how much I've seen Frank actually let loose so I think that would be fun. Um but then again because he is hosting and we're going to be outside and who knows so I don't the auction punishments not going to be something that's uh super you know alcoholic based like the Ditka tends to be but and then the the Ditka I mean we're, we're drafting at noon on a Saturday so I mean I don't know exactly how how crazy joke. that's gonna be but uh, I, I'm, I'm just looking forward to it I think uh, we all need a little normalcy here and there
0: well I guess a good thing for Tim is that you know he's gonna have the uh, oxen draft to kind of like you know sleep off the the alcohol that he gets in the in the normal draft there
1: <laughs> we'll, we'll see. I, I think uh, I, I'm very curious what Ad, uh, Adam has planned for the SACO in uh, that league. So w- I guess I guess we'll find out. I think he turned. I think he actually took away the alcohol punishment. I think that was just you spin the wheel and we see what you get, except for anything alcohol based. Yeah. So, well, I, I think the see. questions for today because we have one week until both drafts. And right now, we, we haven't even had the chance to go over everyone's keeper, and it's one of the things that uh, we usually like to do is we like to do a pre-keeper selection show, which we weren't able to do this year. But so let's take a look. Um, let, we can start with, with uh, whichever league. Uh, we can start with the Dica for this one. Who uh, pick pick two teams? What do you think? Who who do you think had the two best keepers? Um, whoever wants to start.
2: Um, you know, if if I had to pick two. Um, I really like uh, Keith. Uh, he got A.J. Brown with a 15th. Uh, I think that, that's huge. And then, uh, I'll be honest, I there's a, there's a couple others that I thought were pretty good, but I'm going to go with uh, Mikey, actually. You know, he got D.J. Chark for a 10th. I was hoping to be able to draft D.J. Chark at his normal ADP, but he's not even going to be available. Uh, I think that's a, a pretty good value he got going there.
1: Yeah, I mean, I completely agree. Like, if I had to pick two, I mean, I, I'm a huge AJ Brown fan and a huge DJ Chark fan, and uh, I think both of those are huge. Um I'd say probably the best one as far as ADP goes. If I had to pick one separate from that, is is probably Chris. I mean, Chris is getting Eckler in the fourth, and he's going in the second round. I just think that's just good value, whatever you like about him. And so, uh yeah, Wilkes has a has a pretty good keeper this year.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's a high cost, you know, using up your fourth. But, I mean, like you said, for, for the ADP, I mean, it's you're locking up a pretty solid uh,
1: a solid running back who's
2: good that, that
0: catches the ball a lot, too. So,
1: What do you think there, Matt?
0: No, I agree 100%. I think any time you can get any sort of player super late, I mean, especially one of those ones that are going to be top um, with A.J. Brown and Shark, that's always going to be a solid pick. Um, like I said, I think, you know, Adam keeping decat. I mean, at a tenth is is good too. Um, just to kind of throw another one out in there, um, you know. And and again, Eckler for fourth. Yeah, it's not necessarily as good a value as you know you would with like a an after ten sort of pick. But at the same time, you know, it's it's a second round running back that you're going to get in a in a draft where you know running backs are probably going to be pretty scarce. So it's a it's a good pick.
1: Yeah i mean i agree so so if you had to pick one team that had your weakest keeper who would it be
2: uh the weakest keeper uh i'm gonna pick one of the qb keepers um i guess i would probably lean towards russell wilson just because i think he kind of has a kind of up and down he was last year i mean he um Obviously, he's a good quarterback in the NFL, but fantasy wise, sometimes he, he leaves you high and dry some weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, a 12th isn't bad. I guess if you were to draft him real time, it just, I guess I'm not sure there's a lot of value there because I think you, you might be able to draft him there regardless.
1: I mean, QB is so deep. I mean, heck, you could take yeah. what one of the top 20 quarterbacks and. Reasonably start them in your line lineup, and they actually do fine. Um, you know, are they going to offer you the upside like a Patrick Mahomes or like a Lamar Jackson is? I don't know. We'll find out. But uh, there's a lot of QBs that I'd be, you know, after like the first two that I'd be totally fine taking and just putting in my lineup and not even thinking about it. Yeah. What do you think, there, Matt?
0: Well, I was going to say, I think with with Tins, I mean, I don't know what he had really. I mean, you know, you're 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 in that you know that lower tier. What did he have to keep? So I mean, in that case, I mean, it's not. The worst, but again, yeah, I mean, it's always risky. I think to keep a a quarterback uh, just because it's it's a position that's easily streamable, and you know, you know basically, you could have pick someone that you're going to have multiple spots for. So it's not the worst pick. Um, I mean, I guess it is the worst pick, right? That's what we're saying for the league. Um, (laughs) But at the same time, I mean, it's, you know, sometimes, you know, you're in that situation. I mean, Tony, I think we talked about it in the, when we go to the auction, but again, being there where you're looking at, you're like, who do I keep? Like, I don't really have a lot of good keepers. You know, I had really high, you know,
1: well, and this isn't what, well, and that's the thing. This isn't an indictment of like Tim, Sure, you know, no, for yeah, that. It's I'm just saying. the, you know, when it comes down to it, when you put them up next to some of these others, I'm like, You know, I've never been a big fan of keeping a quarterback with the exception of Lamar Jackson, which we'll talk about later. Um, But I think if I had to pick one, it'd probably be Waller, actually. I I don't know. I'm just not high on Waller this year. I I don't trust their offense. I don't trust John Gruden. And when Waller was in the lineup last year, um, especially, you know, when he blew up, it was because there was no one else to throw to. And now if they have their whole team back and they're healthy – I just don't think we know what Waller's going to do. But, again, for a 15th round pick, it's not terrible. And for, you know, Neil was really, really high on Waller, and if you're really, really high on him and he went after him, I I can't blame him for doing it. Um, It's just, you know, you're not going to see me taking him.
0: Well, And it was the same thing with, like, I think with Tim, where I was like there wasn't a lot of the players I had um, I would be keeping at higher than their um, ADP, so it wouldn't make any sense to keep them um where waller is it's you know at the 15th it's sort of a throwaway right if you bust yeah. whatever no big deal um and it worked out that i was able to kind of get a fifth him, which is going to be pretty nice i think in the draft but either way it was like cool i don't have to worry about a tight end i can take you know players as i need to and punt that you know position way 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 down the road so um even if he was like a top 10 for a 15 that's not too bad
1: yeah yeah
2: yeah, I kind of ran into that just looking at my own team. Uh, you know, I ended up keeping uh, Mark Andrews, but but when I was looking over my team, there was just there wasn't a lot there. I didn't have a lot of options. Uh, I don't know if it's just kind of the way the year ended, if there were you know extra injuries, or just the way things kind of. I guess there wasn't a lot of uh, in my late round draft. I didn't have a lot left on my team. I think that just speaks to the the turnover that I had that year. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I I have very few options to really choose from.
1: Uh, yeah, I know I, I agree. I, I mean heck, I took Anthony Miller, you know, I had to keep him for an eighth and then I ended up trading him to Neil for a seventh. so I mean he was pretty much all I had left. and so it was a very strange year. I think last year I was trading away like all my high value people just to win now like I traded away Eckler, which I regret <laughs> but uh, so I mean yeah, bravo to Chris for making that trade and it didn't work out because I didn't win last year, so whatever but okay, let's let's move to uh let's move to the auction. And so why don't we, uh, you know, I guess I can start things off with the, I think if there were two teams that had the the best keepers, um, I'd, I, you know, I'd probably have to say, uh, where was it? It was um, Franks. I love Franks keepers in the auction. Uh, DK Metcalf for three and Kenyon Drake for 14. That's crazy that's really really good and uh i, I kind of wish i had those <laughs> uh they were they're really good keepers and then i also like yours nick um i think kenny galladay for 24 and mark andrews for three i mean mark andrews could be he could lead the league in or as far as tight ends and touchdowns like i mean it's i think just the value there is huge um what, what do you think uh what do you think there nick
2: yeah no i um i really liked uh to to go off of, um, I thought there was really good value with. Uh, oh, now I'm drawn up like on Frank's team. I thought that was really good, um, but I I went with and as much as I hate to say it, I I kind of liked Adams' uh, two picks. I thought he had a lot of good value there for the price he's
1: holding. Oh man, yeah, you, you don't don't need to don't shine on Adam. That's he <laughs> doesn't need more.
2: It hurts, but but I but I do appreciate you know just two dollars for Singletary and then you know three dollars for for Sutton. If Sutton does take that. Uh, continue with his progression as the number one. That that could be huge.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but one, um, the I, other
2: one I liked was was Kenny, but I only liked half of it. I love Miles <laughs> Sanders for six dollars,
0: <laughs> but I'm not on board with Lindsay for twenty. <laughs> yeah, I, you that's know, a weird I, one too. I, I agree with that. Like that's yeah. the Lindsay pick is maybe you know something we don't know, but yeah. <laughs> at this point, I don't. I don't know.
1: So yeah, Matt, what are yours?
0: Well, I mean, and again, we all have. I mean, Adams, i uh, five bucks come on, like people are getting players for more than just, I mean, you have two players for five. Uh, You can't stop complimenting me. I know. Again, (laughs) it's just one of those things that when you can pull it together, and at the same time, I mean, both the nice thing about, I guess, to kind of counteract it, I don't think both those players are necessarily going to um, be big ones or be anything like that. But again, if you're risking that low value, if they don't produce what you – what they're projected to produce now, it's no big deal because you invested almost nothing, which allows him to invest more into players that are, you know, better value. So that's going to, that's the thing The things gonna be very interesting in the auction is going in with these varied uh, starting auction prices where each of us are going to have different amounts compared to what we have in the past. Where we've all had 200. Um, and so it's going to be interesting to see how he bids. Um, and that might be the thing is that overbid, to basically because he can outbid people because he has almost all of his, his, uh, there, but I don't know. I think it's going to be interesting. I think that's the longest word of it is I think it's gonna be a very interesting way because, no one, we're all going to be so different when it comes to the available.
1: Well, uh, yeah, no, I have no idea. Like, I don't even know how to practice for the auction at the moment. Like, I'm just kind of like, okay, I'm going after some guys that I want and hoping that I, you know, don't pull what I did the first year, which is basically not get anyone high end and get everyone middle of the road. And, um, which I, <laughs> I wasn't a big fan of my own draft that first wasn't year. Was that but,
0: the year that you got Todd Gurley, though, real high?
1: No, that was I don't believe year. so. No, that first. I mean, I ended up winning that year because I ended up trading a bunch of times. So, um, That's
0: right. You were I ended trading up
1: trading coach. a bunch of times and I ended up turning my team into something worthwhile. But so, so I guess who's if you had to pick one team that you were, you know, you, you thought had the weakest keepers, um, who, who would you go with?
2: Um, I guess uh, for for the weakest, I. <laughs> I think Neil kind of comes to mind. I, <laughs> I, I know he loves the Bears. And I love the Bears. I, I hate to hate on Neil. I know it's kind of a, it's,
1: it's kind of a funny. pastime you know, in these leagues. Yeah, notes. it
2: really is. But yeah, it's just you know, I think I think he's overpaying for the Bears. Uh,
0: I think defense. It's, just, it's all that glory play for him when it comes to Bears players. Yeah, it's it's that one op that one chance that the Bears defense is you know like the Patriots defense last year, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, twenty one dollars. I mean, it's still too high, but at the same time, you could kind of justify if they're the number one defense. Um, but that's a super glory play. Well, I mean, uh, you're lobbing uh, up and, yeah, I too, and I
1: don't want to. I don't want to, to to defend Neil. And I mean, yeah, I'm actually defending Neil here. Is that I, I just don't think he had many options. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, however, if I had the option to keep the Bears defense for $21 or not have a keeper. I probably would have chosen to not have a keeper um, because I would have rather just taken the $21 and spend a buck on a defense later. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, how many
0: other players could you get at that price? I mean, yeah, at least three, maybe four players, plus you could still probably get the Bears defense, even if we did bid you up.
1: I don't know. Like The thing say, is, I don't know about that. In, this, in, in these leagues with all these Bears homers, uh, <laughs> I don't know, man.
0: Yeah, maybe Neil did
2: some price... Protection on himself though he can't get bit up now. So. <laughs> That's true. It
1: will That's only true. be twenty one. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, so uh, yeah, if okay, so uh, shifting away from Neil on this one because I think Neil's the obvious one. Whenever you hold on to a defense um if i had to pick uh, the team that i was probably the weakest on and it's not for the value it's just for the keepers themselves it's probably timmy um kirk cousins for two bucks i'm like you could have probably gotten kirk cousins for a yeah, dollar um and yeah. then or or free later he might have not even been drafted and then emmanuel Sanders for four dollars is, is decent value um but you know I feel like Emmanuel Sanders is going to be annoying to own because he's going to be from week to week. We don't know if he's going to actually get any targets, if he's actually going to get any plays. Is he going to wide receiver three, wide receiver four? Is he going to be the wide receiver two that week? You know, we just don't – I just don't think we know what Emmanuel Sanders is going to be. And I I just kind of want to stay away from that whole situation simply because, I mean, it's – you know, in, 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 in New Orleans, it's like we know Michael Thomas is the number one. But how far number two is Emmanuel Sanders? So I guess if right. I had to choose another, it would probably be Timmy. Um, any, any other thoughts on any of the keepers or anything like that? Anything just stand out to you on any of these guys?
2: I, the one thing I see, man, $87 for, for CMC. That, that's a lot. It <laughs> is. Committed. And
1: I, I actually was having a conversation with, with Brian a little bit about that. And, and I was like, well, you could probably get some other keepers for a lot less. But, I mean, he is the number one running back in football yeah so i mean i i can't blame him for that but you were pretty much taking him at his ceiling and so if he does not pan out then you kind of you kind of crippled yourself a little bit so i mean for brian's sake he's new to the league um i'm hoping it does work out for him just a little bit uh, except when he plays me but um (laughs) but uh but yeah we'll we'll see we'll kind of see what happens i'm he's probably gonna have to go like uh you know, like a Tariq Cohen or something like that for his running back two if he wants to get value and then he has that last hundred for everyone else. That could work um, if he really doesn't, if he really goes for like a far distant kind of running back two, but uh, yeah. yeah, that,
0: Definitely with the keepers, it's, it's going to be a very interesting auction um, just because of the various levels of everyone's starting cash.
1: Yeah, that that's going to, I'm not even sure how to even prep for that one again, so um, well and that one and the one that stands out um to me in um the Ditka, uh just, just kind of stands out, it is actually, you know, uh perfecto with Lamar Jackson. Um yeah. I, I'm a I mean, I kept him in the auction. I'm a huge fan of Lamar Jackson and uh, we'll see. Like that's kinda where I'm like, you know, we'll see. I, I don't I don't hate it. I know he's a quarterback, but I mean if you take the number one quarterback for a twelfth round pick, that's pretty good.
2: Yeah, yeah especially I, I like it. Go ahead. Oh yeah, no. I was just gonna say. I think Lamar is gonna have another big season. I think he will probably come down a little bit. Uh, he yeah, might drop a couple touchdowns, but I still think he's probably gonna be far and away either one or two in terms of quarterbacks. So I, right? Yeah, it's I mean, gonna be hard for it's gonna be
0: hard for me to see him fall out of one or two. You know,
1: uh, it has just to be with the injury. running.
0: Yeah. Well, I think also too, you look at the other quarterbacks that are going in that round. I mean it's an easy pick and again worst case scenario let's say he's like only like maybe a top five top ten for a 12th round pick and he's probably gonna be a quarterback he can pretty much play every week that's a little bit off your plate to not have to like try and pick up a player every week so yeah that's i agree a kind of bonus there too
1: which is why i mean with uh frank taking kind of kyler murray in the 12th like kyler could just blow up or he could end up like what, what, he could end up like Kirk Cousins for the first part of last year. Like we just we just don't know. I think that's the issue. We just don't know what's going on with Kyler, but Kyler could be one of those players too. Russell Wilson is, you know, he always is in the, what, top five, top three of quarterbacks, um, but he's so much all over the place. So, again, we just don't know if Timmy's going to be playing him every other week or what What he's going to be able to do. But, I mean, I, I'd love to be able to look back at the end of the season and kind of be like, okay, so whose keepers were actually the best? But Right, yeah. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I think that that probably does it. I want to do a little bit of league info here. I know that we are going to be doing the Ditka. Uh, The Ditkas, uh, I think Adam wants everyone to show up uh, around, was it 12? I think that was what he wants it. Yeah, arrival time is between 12 and 1, and we're going to actually be voting on uh, league issues at around 120. So please, if you want to be able to vote on league issues, if you want to have a say in that sort of stuff, it's probably best that you try to get there between 12 and 1. And, um, then yeah, well, first pick is going to be at two o'clock. And I, I think we hope, I mean, no matter what happens, if you don't show up or you're not there or well if you're not there at two o'clock um we just start moving and if your pick isn't there then we just skip you so i don't think you even get a pick um but so far we've never really had that issue i just wanted to throw that out there noon to one please show up if you're in the ditka for the auction uh the team the timing is a little bit different um Try to show up between 5 and 6 over at Frank's Place. Um, again, we'll be voting around 6.15, and the draft is 6.30. So as per usual, for anyone new, we do not allow electronics during the draft. Absolutely no phones, no computers, no tablets, nothing. Um, if you want... You know, a cheat sheet or anything like that. You can get them from ESPN. You can get them from Fantasy Fantasy Pros, and just print out a hard copy and make sure you have a pen. And that's how we've been drafting for a long time. And I think it it really does add a little bit of difficulty to it, which I I've actually always liked. I don't know about you guys, but I've always liked that we don't use electronics.
2: Yeah, no, I agree. I I like that you know you don't have just the 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 ADP in front of you where you can just be. (laughs) <laughs> where you can just take next, next best available you got to make sure you understand you've done some research
1: yeah it's basically m- manual auto draft <laughs> i think is <laughs> right <laughs> right yeah um so what i'm going to do especially for the auction and i don't know uh if adam wants to do the same thing for the dip we'll have to find out but i'm going to put out for the auction a uh, potluck sign up so everyone bring a dish and we can kind of Uh, Put like mark down what you're going to bring so that way we can kind of coordinate a little bit better than last year. So we don't just I think last year we had just a bunch of heavy food and that was it. Yeah, which is awesome. (laughs) I mean, don't get me wrong, it was good, but I felt I mean, I felt (laughs) terrible after I left. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So we can coordinate that. Make sure we get drinks, whatever it is. I know Frank has a couple of rules. One is that um, he does not want anyone to openly smoke or anything like that during, I mean, at his house, um, he, you know, has neighbors and he wants to be able to, you know, be, I guess, uh, not outed by his neighbors. Uh, you'll that's have to fair. talk to Frank if you actually want, uh, if, if like vaping or anything like that is okay. Um, I'm not exactly sure what specifics he wanted to, and that's why if he was going to join us tonight and I could have just asked him, but, uh, don't bring, you know, don't bring like pipes anything like that to his place. Um, and if you have any specific or any further questions, please talk to Frank. Uh, anything else from you guys? Any 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 other information? Anything else you want to talk about? Or uh, are we are we ready to sign off?
2: No, it'll be uh, just one thing. I think it'll be interesting having uh, you know, drafting on the same day for both leagues. It'll be a it'll be a big day.
1: I, I think so. Um, I, I'm actually looking really looking forward to it. We'll see if everyone's just toasted by the end of the day and how hot it is. Um, But I know Adam really wanted to in the future. He really wanted to have – make it like turn into like a auction in a, in a um, Dicca League uh like weekend. Like turn into a weekend. You know, we all – everyone pitches in and we get like – we rent like some house someplace. And uh, yeah, we just kind of make a whole weekend of it. And I've always wanted to do that. I thought that was a great idea. But, uh, you know, then COVID hit and other things. So we'll have to look forward to that or look for that in the future. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. It was it was fun, guys. I appreciate you guys joining me.
2: It was good. Yeah, definitely.
1: and uh, yeah, and uh, everyone. Good luck this year. Um, again, unless you're playing me, and uh, yeah,
0: so selfish.
1: <laughs> isn't isn't that the name of the game though in uh, fantasy football? Every, every any, everyone's your enemy. King of the hill. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, take care, everybody. And uh, yeah, looking forward to. It. We'll see you at the draft.